0: The Legion Tapes, Prologue, The Funeral.
1: How much do you remember of who you were before? Where did you live? What did you do for work? What was your commute like? What did you bring for lunch every day? Could you find your way back to your neighborhood now? Do you think? Assuming it's still standing. It's only been four years. The same amount of time you spent in high school. Four years since the Legion took your old life from you. How much of it have you lost since then? What have you forgotten? I know one thing you remember, where you were when it happened where you first heard about the objects that had just appeared on a direct collision course with Earth. Did you think it was a hoax at first? I did, or at least I wanted to. Where were you when the scientists announced that the objects were decelerating, changing momentum under their own power? Did you understand what that meant? I don't think any of us did back then. Not really. Were you glued to your TV with the rest of us, watching the live broadcast as the first Legionnaire set foot on Earth? Do you remember how quickly it all went wrong? Where were you when the bombs started dropping? I was in my car. My 2015 Toyota Hybrid. Stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic on the highway on 71 north out of Cincinnati. We didn't know how bad it was going to be yet, but still, people were trying to get out. Knowing what we know now, we had time. Not much, but time. But we didn't know then. All we knew was that the Legion would hit us hard and fast, and no one wanted to be in a population center when that happened. I was listening to the radio, the sun was setting. And then there was a flash. The ground shook. People started honking their horns, (laughs) stupid. What did they think that was going to do? I remember thinking, really, Cincinnati of all places? I found out later it was Chicago. The Legion dropped something, some weapon, we never found out what, in the middle of Chicago, and we felt it all the way in Cincy. People started bailing out of their cars, screaming, pointing, some folks pulled off the highway, started down the median or the breakdown lane, metal crashing and scraping. Who cared about a scrape and paint anymore, right? I just sat there listening to the radio. Listening to my daughter, Rachel. She was a DJ on a hard rock channel. Most of the other channels, the ones that weren't just music, were like by then everyone panicking and running for the hills. Not Rachel. I must have sat there for an hour watching the sunset to my right and the horizon off to my left getting brighter listening to her. (laughs) I don't remember a damn thing she said. I'm sure it was inspiring. All I remember is the sound of her voice, never stopping, reminding me she was still out there. You know her voice too. You knew her as Badger, the voice of the rebellion. The one voice you could always count on to tell the legion just where they could shove it. The one who refused over and over again, as loud as she could manage to give any ground, reminding us that even as we kept losing and losing and losing, we hadn't lost yet. That's still true. We are still losing every single day, and today we lost her. Some of you will have heard the story already, stealing a legion ship, running them for almost a week on Shir before she crashed into Lake Superior. That was two weeks ago. We've had scouts out every day searching with no trace of her. At this point we have to accept that she's not coming back. I won't say it's what she would have wanted. She would have wanted a hundred more chances to kick the Legion in the teeth. And I won't say it was a good death either. That's just insulting. I won't say it doesn't hurt. It feels like a razor blade beneath my sternum. Sometimes I can forget it's there, but as soon as I move or take too deep a breath. But what I will say is I know I'm not the only one. I know I had her for longer than most, and I know she mattered to you too. I know the engine of the rebellion will keep running. Good. Keep it running. But I want to invite you to remember her with me. Tell me what she meant to you. Help me remember that she was my daughter, yes, but she was so much more. This is Hawk.
2: Bug just got back from scouting up in the Northwest. Whatever the hell went on up there, it looks like it's finally dying down. We should be able to get back to normal operations soon. Aurora, let us know if you need any help re-establishing our supply lines. I'm sorry about Badger. I won't lie to you and tell you I liked her. The only thing we ever saw eye to eye on was sticking it to the Legion, and we couldn't even agree on the best way to do that. Pretty sure she thought I was a coward. She was reckless and too stubborn by half and I respected the hell out of her. You'll have to confirm it to me, Ibis, but I'm guessing the phrase choose your battles wasn't one she put much stock in. She chose every battle, big or small, no matter how dangerous. There's something to admire in that. I was out in the desert camping when it all went down. I remember the ships streaking overhead on their way to the West Coast, wondering whether I was gonna end up on some UFO sighting newscast when I got back. The blast must have hit after I fell asleep, but I woke up just before dawn and saw the glow. I had a little radio with me and I remember hearing her. She was the only one talking anymore, just her voice in a sea of static, telling us to keep fighting i fought a lot in my life, served for a long time. Never thought I'd be doing this shit again after all these years. Would have been easy for me to give up, roll over, and wait for the Legion to find me out there in the dust. I think maybe I would have, if it weren't for her. She was a giant pain in my ass, but the nights will be quieter without her.
3: I can't believe I never put it together before. I I knew she sounded familiar. Uh, sorry. This is. Uh. I'm going by Rabbit these days. I'm new, so bear with me if I screw something up. I just joined up with Aurora. I barely know what's going on with y'all yet, so nothing to report. But I, I just had to say, I used to listen to her, before. It was my favorite station for a long time. I, I used to work night shift, running a toll booth in New Jersey, the Turnpike. It, it gets quiet out there, you know, and, and she had the best taste in music of any of those guys, except corn. I really hate corn, uh, but other than that, I mean... I couldn't tell you how many nights she was the only voice I heard. There were still cars coming through, sure, but everyone's tired at night, no one wants to talk, so all I had was rock and her voice. I'm only sorry, I didn't figure it out sooner, so I could tell her.
4: Rock here. A little bit of good news. We've been able to build up quite a stockpile of supplies since everybody's been focused up north. We'll check in with Aurora see if any of it should be sent off. It's almost been too easy lately, to be honest. I'll be glad when they start putting up a real fight again. So, Badger. <clears throat> Those of you who were tuned in back then may recall I was a little late to the party. New Orleans went down so fast, everybody left when the smoke cleared, just rolled over and showed their bellies to those alien fucks. Not me. I've always been the do-it-yourself type. Never occurred to me to see if others might be fighting back, too. People started trickling in after a while, and one of them finally told me to turn my radio on. she was full of hot air at first. Words are cheap and she wasn't afraid to spend them. Took me a bit to realize she didn't see it that way. She boasted, sure, but she followed through. That takes balls. I got used to hearing her lay out some batshit plan, knowing she'd have a hell of a story to tell the next time around. Anyway, we'll miss her, is what I'm saying.
5: This is Raven, out of Norman. Sorry to have been so silent lately. We got an influx of new people the last few days and it's been a bit hectic. Still not sure what the Legion is trying to pull here, moving people around all of a sudden. A couple of the new folks had family here, but most didn't. We're all bracing a little, I think, waiting for them to pull the rug out from under us. The thing is, I don't think I could pick Badger's voice out of a lineup. I've heard her before, of course, and everyone has, but I usually wasn't the one listening. I know what you're thinking. Great, Raven, then why the hell are you even on here? But that's the thing. Even though I couldn't tell you what she sounded like, it still hurts like hell to know she's gone. I always knew she was out there, fighting for us. Every time I've had to clench my teeth and play nice with the Legion, I knew she was out there flipping them the bird, both literally and figuratively, with both hands. It's not just me, either. I know everyone here in Norman feels the same way. Every single person in Norman knows her name. Even the ones who can't be trusted, who'd rat her out to the Legion in a heartbeat if they thought it'd make their sad little lives any better. Even the Legion themselves, they know about her too. They know her name. They feel her absence, one way or another. That meant something. It still means something. And I, for one, am glad to hear that you're all still lining up to kick the Legion's teeth in, even though she's gone. I didn't know her, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she'd want. You
6: know, as I think about it, I don't know that I've ever done this before. Badger always did the talking. There's a first time for everything, I guess. My name is Roach. Until recently, I was Badger's second-in-command. I like to think that I was also her friend. It was hard to tell sometimes. But the pressure we're all under, the line between friend and fellow soldier can get a little blurry. And that was more true of Badger than most. I know she was my friend. I know I'll miss the hell out of her. I'm stepping into her shoes now, and I'll be honest with you, they're way too fucking big on me at the moment. I'll do my best to grow into them. Hmm. That metaphor got a little weird, didn't it? (laughs)
0: Hello, everyone. My name is Owl. I'm not self-centered enough to think that all of you will have heard of me. I tend to listen not so much broadcast. So let me give you a little context. I'm not much of a fighter or a strategist. I'm all right with technology. What I'm good at is collecting things, organizing them. Radio is such a temporary thing. You talk into a little microphone in a closed little room and cross your fingers that someone out there cares enough to listen. And not only that, it's, it's transitory, ephemeral. It bounces around for a little bit and then it's gone through the clouds and out into the universe or dying out somewhere in the empty air as the last of the signal's strength leaches away. You could hope someone was listening that someone caught the signal, but you don't know for sure. You can't. Sorry, (laughs) this is why I don't usually talk. I'm too long-winded for my own good. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is that I like stories. I think the stories we tell are important. And I want to make sure the story of the last few years, the good, the bad, and the somewhere in between is recorded somewhere. I'm making an archive to remind us of who we were before and who we are now. It should go without saying that Badger's name features heavily in my archive. I never had the chance to meet her, and I'm sorry for that. I may not have my own story about her, but I can do this one last favor for her. I can let her speak for herself.
7: So, do you want the good news first or the bad news? I always figured it was best to get the bad news out of the way first. Like ripping off a band-aid. The bad news is that we lost a couple of good folks today. It was a routine sabotage run on the Legion compound up in Aberdeen breaking and entering, smashing all their fancy toys, pissing in their Rice Krispies, that sort of thing. The sort of thing we've done a hundred times. But sometimes you just get unlucky. Sometimes one of those fucking soldiers turns the corner at just the wrong moment. We lost Mink and Grizzly. They went down fighting, and the first piece of good news, we made damn sure the ones who killed them didn't make it out alive either. The other good news is that not only did we thoroughly ruin their day we picked up a couple of new recruits on the way back they saw the smoke coming out of that place and met us on the road they haven't picked their names yet but i'm looking at one of them right now and i'm thinking mongoose Uh, don't wiggle your nose kid mongoose mongooses Uh, mongoose eye are badass look it up i bet it'll grow on you anyway We may have lost people today, but if we let that stop us, we never would have fought back in the first place. We are still here. We are still fighting. Raise a glass to Mink and Grizzly tonight and tomorrow, kick the Legion's ass for them.
0: The Legion Tapes is written and co-produced by Aaron Lurch. It is directed and co-produced by Josh Glencaden. This episode's cast in order of appearance. Alex Alexander as Ibis. Veronica Wiseman as Hawk. Francis Xavier Norton as Rabbit. Brenna Fitzgerald as Croc. Cody Sloan as Raven. Jackie Shalinsky as Roach. Kim Klasner as Owl, and Grace Trapnell as Badger. For a full cast list, background information about the world of Legion Tapes and more, visit thelegiontapes.com. Thanks for listening.